Welcome to Feeding Frenzy, a podcast brought to you by the Breastfeeding Resource Center. The BRC is a nonprofit organization in Abington, Pennsylvania. We're here to provide support on various parenting topics to help you get through the roller coaster ride of parenting. I'm your host, Colette Acker. Let's take this journey together. Hi, today's episode is called The Pump Pandemonium. And basically, we're seeing parents going haywire. Uh, trying to pick out a pump that they get through their insurance company. And I'm just talking here with Louisa again today. Yeah, it is really overwhelming. And I'm a lactation consultant, and I don't know what to tell people when they call. What's what's the right pump for me? And it's really a really loaded question. Yeah, and when I started in this business, we had two options. You had the Medela pump in style. And that big black bag. Yeah, and the fancy black bag. And you had the Amida... Um, purely yours yep. and those were your two options out of pocket yep you had to pay for them out of pocket louisa how much did you pay for your pump in style it was four hundred dollars and that was almost 26 years ago but let me tell you it lasted me through four children it was a workhorse that pump it yes really was. yes and so in 2012 the affordable care act stated that <clears throat> families should have access to a breast pump so now everyone's insurance covers the cost of it. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Yeah, you know, not everybody needs this double electric. Listen, they're cool and they're great and it's exciting and it's fun, but I think it's gone. It's not fun. Well, not fun. <laughs> it's exciting to see milk is what I mean. Like it's fun to see that, you know, sometimes it's nice to see that milk, but I think with all of this, everybody getting a pump it's really thrown this a lot of people into oversupply and feeling like they need freezerfuls of milk which can really make life just even more anxious for yeah. an already anxious time and of that's life. a whole nother topic oh, on yeah, a podcast a whole, yeah right yeah <laughs> um, but what i found interesting is that many people think they need it and people who may or you know may not be totally gung ho about breastfeeding exclusively yeah. really want that free pump because they yeah. should get one through insurance. So yeah. I'm just worried that our landfills are going to be full of breast pumps. Yeah. Remember when this all happened? I think Medela, there were, at one point there was a breast pump shortage and we all thought that was kind of funny. If only we thought about it and bought some stock in that. Jeez. Because <laughs> wow. Now there's so many options and there's so many options. Ridiculous. And so we get that phone call um, or that question when we're with families, you know, what pump should I get, which is the best pump. And, um, you know, the key take home for today is we cannot give you an accurate <laughs> answer. It's a loaded question. Yeah. So every person responds differently to the breast pumps and they're going to work well for some but maybe not all right right but we do have one yeah that we find Typically. has the most consistent feedback yeah. of working well electric pump we should 
specify yes. or an insurance. In yes. And so if it's covered through your insurance, you go on your insurance portal. Yeah. I think that's how they do it. Yeah. And they usually have a link to a place. And so I found one of those DME links today as we were talking about this podcast. And Oh, <laughs> so overwhelming. There's yeah. so many pumps on there. And not only do you have the options of a free pump, but you can upgrade by paying a little bit more or, or a, a lot, lot of more. Bit more. Right. I wish it was just a little. It's sometimes really high. The upgrade was anywhere from $55 to $380. Yeah. There's my $400 pump I bought yep. 25 years ago. Right? Yeah. So... We see, you know, I talked about Medela. Medela was always the number one yeah. go-to company for breast pumps. And something happened. Well, I, I think we saw some of it when they started having to mass produce them. Like I said, my pump was, it lasted through four kids. Maybe a, my sister-in-law may have borrowed it for a kid or two. And it just, it was still working. I just was like, I have no more kids, no more need for it. And then they started mass producing them and they weren't, quite as great i don't think no they sounded different yeah they were louder they were just not they were just i don't know it was and now they went from the medela pump and style which right. was the workhorse that was their yeah. pump it was the most popular yeah. they stopped making that and now they have the max flow it's all new parts yeah oh yeah of course they have <laughs> all different parts so you know you have to buy them um, can't borrow them from anybody no. else yeah. or whatever, or use it if you had the other pump. So, right. and I don't like it. I don't either. It's I've clunky. had a handful of moms who are finding or families that find that it works, but I would say overwhelmingly, a lot of people have come in and they're like, I'm getting a quarter of an ounce. And we do a pump flange fitting and we're thinking, okay, maybe it's that. It's not that. And then we, you know, they'll pop on a another pump and they get way more milk. And it's just so upsetting because they were... They were the go-to yeah. for so long. So, Medela, I'm very disappointed <laughs> yeah. in you. You used to be my favorite company. Um, I do love their lanolin cream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to talk about another thing from Medela that we love in a little bit. So. Yes. Um, <laughs> we still love that. And so, Amita, that was always the second one in line because there were only two to choose from. Yeah. But is that was really one where you get mixed amount of yeah. uh, responses yeah. from family. So some would be like, I love it. It works yeah. great. My neighbor used it exclusively to pump for her first. And I was like, how are you getting milk? And she's like, I don't know. It's working for me. Yeah. And yeah. it's interesting. I feel like that happens with these not so great pumps with the people who have boatloads of milk yeah i think that's the key here as someone who has a really good supply can sometimes use the not so quote unquote great pumps or as strong of a pump um, and they can still get milk but someone who's looking to really build a supply or you know maybe they've chosen or not chosen to exclusively pump using these pumps is just not getting them the result that they want yeah which is thanks so the amita not a consistent review yeah yeah then we have the lansino pump never never have i seen anyone get a lot of milk or it's painful that's the other thing i hear sometimes the lansino that it's painful yes and you want loud and clunky yeah it's a loud pump they need to stick to nipple cream and yeah. breast, breast pads yeah they do they do good breast very pads. good breast pads uh, some people even like their bottles lansino oh yeah 
Yeah, so or Lanisol is everyone likes. Everyone, to yeah, it's Lansano, everyone. Yeah. Um, and what about the simul rate? Have you seen that one? I've only seen that one a handful of times. I've seen it. It's it's similar to um, other pumps that we see out there. Um, like uh, design wise, it's very similar. Um, it, it's just like. Yeah, it it's looks just, like the Spectra. Like it has kind the Spectra of. parts are similar. Spectra parts and this kind of, what was that game? Um, Simon, what was the game? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, we used to hit the buttons, the four different, that yeah. Simon, wasn't it? Wasn't it Simon? Yeah, right. looks like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but similarly, again, not consistent feedback. No, no, not at all. I mean, again, there's families who use it and it's fine. And others, it's just a big let down of not not in the good way let <laughs> not down. a good not a, not a good let down um even flow i was always a little leery of him them when they started making breast pumps because i'm like you're a bottle company hey, but yeah. i guess that's makes sense if, i guess i don't know again not not glowing reviews on my part as seeing families use it i haven't seen i think they have a hand pump that isn't so bad i could be wrong on that but i think it's even flow it's either even flow or lansano has a hand pump that is just okay. That's yeah. pretty good. But again, a lot of them they just don't have the power that fam that people need to extract milk. Yeah. Efficiently. And then some companies have their own um, breastfeeding management programs for their uh, employees. Yeah. And sometimes I see them with um, the Limerick or the PJ Comfort pumps. Yeah. I've never seen them work well at all. Nor have I. Yeah. And I just, I remember on numerous occasions, like Googling, like how to use this pump. It's not user friendly. Um, and I've watched it numerous times and I can't quite figure out. I think the, the thought behind it is really good. Like the flange moves and things like that. And it's really interesting, but I, I, I've never had a client get milk out efficiently with it. And we were doing this and I went on Amazon and, you know, they have five reviews on Amazon, but it's a very, very expensive pump. You're talking five, $600 pump. They only had five reviews and everyone loved it. So five people, five, liked people, it. <laughs> five people liked it. Um, and it's amazing how many times we do see it come in here. It's a lot of like the bigger companies and corporations and they've they've marketed themselves well to these big corporations and everyone's getting this five six hundred dollar pump thinking they're having this great pump and then it's it doesn't work yeah. i don't yeah i i want it to i yes. want you know someone to have this really great pump that would some people can it's accessible to some not yeah. all most people can't afford a six hundred dollar pump so well yeah. and then the upgrading to the wearables they're the biggest crap shoot yeah totally be because and they come in such a wide range of prices so of course <coughs> if you're watching your wallet yeah you're gonna head to the lower priced yeah. but um you know we've had feedback by some of those lower priced ones work fine yeah um and the really expensive ones people have raved about that yeah. but then you have the handful of people who are like oh it was horrible oh, and i and, paid 500 dollars for it and yeah. you can't get your money back if it doesn't work for you no and that's that's the big question we get a lot is what's the best one for me um and you know you look at you know someone who's you know 
a physician who has to, you know, maybe do surgery or maybe do rounds. Like it's, that is something, their job is very demanding and having the ability to kind of pop something in their bra and, and just roll with it. Um, by no means, by the way, should we say that they are discreet because <laughs> yeah. anybody pumping with one of these pumps, everybody knows you're doing it. Some are quieter than others, but they are not discreet, but you could kind of wiggle yourself around it. Maybe put your lab coat or something, a white jacket around it or a sweater or a sweatshirt. But then again, there, it just doesn't work all the time. Or, yeah. you know, we often say maybe if you're like going to use it in addition to something. Right. A plug-in pump it might be worth it. Like there's, you know, one time a day. There's no way yeah, I can. You're driving to yeah. work or driving home or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so th again, that's tough. And there's really only one breast pump that we've had consistent. Yep. And it's going to surprise feedback. everybody. Yeah. Which I'll let you say it. <laughs> it's the Medela Harmony. It is their hand oh, pump. No, we're, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking oh, about the Spectrum. <laughs> I thought you were talking about that one that we love. But if we had to pick an oh, electric drum pump roll. right now, I totally blew it. <laughs> the Spectra, by yeah, far. By far. Is, it is consistent. Most people get plenty of milk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I've heard maybe one person who didn't like it and... Yeah, I, if you're looking at efficiency to get milk out, it is, in my experience and what I'm seeing with families, is by far the best. Yeah. Now, do you have to, some you can plug into the wall, some you don't have to, between the S1 and the S2, you, you know, you do have to walk, it is bulky, you're not, you're not hiding this in your jacket or anything like that, but when it comes to efficiency, it is by far um, I think the best pump that that's out there. So yeah. people ask, that's usually our go-to when it comes to pumps. Yeah. Um, there's the downfall I find with it is they're they're the the container, the milk storage container that you're collecting in, um, is not a standard size, which is like a total frustration for me. Families are coming home from the hospital or the NICU, or you're you know going back to work and being able to just kind of pop your standard bottle or container on there is really helpful. Um, yeah, because that's it. what the hospitals are even giving them to you. Well, yeah. you can get the, the thingy. Yeah, uh, they converter. do have a converter, which can be really, really helpful. Or if you're using the Avent bottles, which I think are fairly popular, Avent Phillips bottles, um, they you can use those. Yeah, but again, I don't like those bottles. Right, we don't love those bottles. Everybody uses them. That's a whole other podcast. Like, yeah, right? What bottle should my baby use? Keep that, write that down. Right. Um, what bottle should my baby use? And But so many people are buying those. Yeah. Um, so that that's one good thing that you can use those, but you can buy the the connector piece. But it's just another thing now that you have to wash is this darn connector piece. Ugh. Yeah, but really, that's that one's consistent. Yep, most people. Yeah. And one of the things we do is um, the brush shield um, fittings here because. The Spectra has four different size. They just added brush. one. They, they added, added a 16. Okay. And another company, Maymom, mm -hmm. um, wanted different sizes besides oh, yeah. those. Brilliant. And Brilliant. yes, <laughs> and created them to match it. Um, so we do that here. We What's the lowest? 11 or? 10. 10 millimeter. Up to 36. Up to 36. Yikes. So that's a lot of millimeters mm -hmm. in between. And yeah. we take everyone from the Spectra line and the Maymom yep. 
to allow family to um, use it and see which Get one a good fit. Yeah, yeah. There's which lots one makes of, the milk flow right. There's lots of really cool measuring tools out there, and but sometimes you know they're like if you measure this, go up two millimeters, and like sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So what's really nice here is doing um, the pump flange fitting is we can absolutely we have you express milk and the other thing to remember is you know sometimes our nipples are different sizes so that's really helpful also yeah 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 so i don't know do you have anything else oh we wanted to talk about hand pumps oh see that's what i thought you were talking about before <laughs> the medela harmony i think is like the most underrated pump out there um i think they're so great um especially you know if you're going back to work full time it may not be the most ideal um, situation because you have to kind of you're using your own hands um, with the hand pump so you're you're generating the power to get milk out um, but if you're looking to you know express a little bit in the morning when your breasts are really full to kind of get that little stash it's great it's easy it's just not a lot of parts yeah um, I'll still remember we do uh, we work at two local hospitals besides our outpatient center and years ago I remember this woman said do you have any of those hand pumps here? <laughs> and we had Amita products at that time in that hospital, and I'm, I thought that thing was horrible. Yeah. And um, I'm like, yeah, she's like, it's the only thing that I love. Yeah. It, it gets the milk out so fast for me. So she loved it. Yeah. So you never underestimate yeah. the power Sometimes of Sometimes they'll pump. give them out at Holy Redeemer. I know that at the hospital. Sometimes they'll give them out if someone's like waiting for their pump and they need it. It's just a short-term thing. Yeah. Um, they're just great and, and they're very inexpensive. Um, you can throw it in your handbag if you're running to the grocery store or running somewhere with your with your family and you know the baby sleeps through a feed or something and you're feeling really full it's just an easy and i think when we use that people take less milk out they're less inclined to like quote unquote empty their breasts which can lead to you know other things but just relieving that little bit of pressure it's just so easy yeah 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 it can really be helpful and it's easy if you're only going to be gone for like one feeding and you yeah. don't have to pack up the the big old pump and, and where are you going to plug it in and yeah. all that kind of stuff so it's great and then we also have these sort of collectors and yeah. some collectors with the little added suction so we have the haka the ladybug the lv curve and the boon trove yeah Finds they're kind of like name i know it's collecting that leaking milk when we you know latch your baby and Milk starts flowing, uh, baby's getting one side, the other side's leaking. It's a great way to just collect milk. Again, I think we're less inclined to take out too much milk when we're doing that. And again, it's kind of fun. You get to collect milk. It's like easy. It's passive. It's just yeah. a nice way to express a little bit of milk. Well, and I like the idea of the haka where it does create some vacuum. Yeah, yeah. And I, I keep hearing all people like, oh, families are getting too much oversupply with those. I'm like, are they? I've had a handful who are like, yes, I nursed someone's son and collect four ounces. I'm like, well, don't do that. Yeah. Um, but I would say for the most part, it's like an ounce or so. And we it's... even did a, a survey with all of our clients, and the most popular answer was one to two ounces. So. Yeah, which is what I think it's meant to do, especially for people who are having their second, third, fourth child. Like you just your supply is so abundant that your baby might nurse on one side and not the other, and you're just feeling really full. It's just a great, easy way, especially if you have three other kids, you know, you pop that on while you're nursing, you collect your milk, you move on. Yeah. It's one thing to watch. 
a yeah. wash. It's just easier. Yeah. Love it. And they're so inexpensive. Yeah. Totally reasonably priced. Um, and the LV curve is, is a little more pricey of 40 but the other ones are $14, $18. Come yeah. on. I know. You can't beat it. Get you that can't on beat your it. Registry, registry, right? right? Okay. Any other great ideas about this? No, I think just knowing that you, one, you don't need it before you leave, before you go to the hospital. People, you know, some insurances will give it to you before the baby comes and some will, sometimes in the hospital, the lactation consultant will start that process for you. Right. So you just don't, you know, I think getting the haka or a hand pump before you have the baby is like the best way to start out. And then like, see what you need. You know, if you're finding that hand pump's working great and you're not going back to work, do you need, you know, this $200 pump or this $380 upgrade yeah. of a pump? No, you just wait and see. And and the other thing is, is people are taking it to the hospital and they just, they just don't need to. If you need to pump in the hospital, they're going to set you up with a breast pump if, if for some reason you need to pump. Just Yeah. They just, you know. Yeah, and lactation consultants, most times in a hospital setting, their time is limited yeah. we're yeah. spread thin usually yeah um and they may not have the time to show you how to use your breast pump and all that kind of stuff so yeah save that for later yeah, that's yeah. We, we often do that at our first visit even if we're not pumping yet people will come in and we'll just like this is how you use it if you should need it yeah you know kind of a deal and doing our pump flange fitting at that that visit also yeah we've done a few prenatal pump flange fittings also yeah well, and you can't really fit the nipple, the pump flange fitting in the hospital because what yeah. if they've had like a ton of fluids? They yeah. might be swollen. Yeah. So, I mean, it might give them a starting point. Yeah. But um, what we're finding is that most families are going smaller. Yeah, that's the other thing. All these pumps come with standard size flanges. And I think, I could be wrong, but I think Medela is starting to do like 21s and 24s instead of the 24, 27 that they've done for years. Spectra is what, 24 and 28, I think. Yeah. Uh, Amita's 25 and something. Like, 28. So, 28, so. Yeah, it's, so it used to be that was the standard size, but we're seeing more and more. And I think it was Medela's, um, I did a webinar because yeah, they, they did they have that new shaped breast shield mm -hmm. and i was shocked we all were to right? find out that most of the people sized a 21 and i'm like what and yeah. then the whole breast shield size sizing craze happened yeah um we've learned so much yeah i remember thinking you know back what three four years ago i said if we ordered a hundred flanges a year or we sold a hundred flanges a year, like five, four, five or six of them were twenty ones. Yeah. Now it's Jen and I look at each other and go, That mom was a fifteen. I would never would have thought I would ever see somebody with a fifteen or a seventeen yeah. millimeter nipple sh uh brush shield and that's happening every day. Crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope you found this helpful. I know. So Why do we make you more confused, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so for Louisa Brandenburger, I'm Colette Acker and join us next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Feeding Frenzy. The BRC is a nonprofit organization committed to providing expert clinical and educational breastfeeding services. Find out more about us at breastfeedingresourcecenter.org.